Welcome to the Park Road Podcast for February 4th, 2018. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Russ Dean, co-pastor with Amy Jackstein at Park Road Baptist Church. His sermon today is entitled, Unseen and Believing and Believing and Seeing. Some months ago, we introduced our choral scholars to you, but at that time, Blue Setzer was not with us. Blue, would you please stand? It's wonderful to have these college students with us as part of our choir and part of our congregation. We're glad to have Blue and to introduce him to you this morning with that wonderful music. Um, I know that you can't ever put together all that we get to put together when we do a sermon. You know, there's just no way for us to communicate to you everything that's going through our minds and how it all fits together with worship and with what's happening in the world. Um, But this morning, it happened again for me. I kind of knew that was going to happen, I'm sorry. (laughs) When it all comes together like that. I've been having this conversation this week. I love these email conversations about miracles and what miracles are and how we read the Bible and how we understand and how we know, you know. And then this morning, somebody said to me, have you seen the report out from the BBC that is some kind of study that shows that religious kids are not as intelligent as other kids? Now, I'm going to look that up. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to look that up. But all of this comes together for me this morning, and with that, um, that really wonderful message in song. What is this thing that we do here when we come to church? And is it about what happens between our ears, and does it really make you dumber to go to church? What is wisdom? All of this has come together for me this morning. I didn't know it was going to come together quite that much, but, um, um, but it has. This is important to me, y'all. This is my whole life. And when I hear that the BBC has done a survey, a study that shows that going to church makes you dumb, I take that personally. I won't go read that study. Um, thank you, Andra. Andra's saying, <laughs> down with that study. Um, I don't think going to church makes you dumb. I think what we do here is important, and I think it speaks to our hearts when Blue and the choir sing, and I hope it speaks to your heads as well. Uh, This is the fourth week in this kind of crazy series about knowing what you don't know you can't know, and what you know you know, and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, today, I know what I know. You know what you know. Comes together for me today. A friend who had done way too many drugs in his rebellious youth and a little too much religion in his recovering adulthood, lived in a world possessed of demons. Amy just read about some demons. This friend of mine lived in a world possessed of demons and angels. There were spirits in the trees and in the souls of the birds and the beasts. And occasionally when we would talk, he would look beyond my gaze and he would point to, or he would kind of laugh, or he would jeer at a spirit flying by. A spirit standing right there to observe the conversation that we were having. It was weird. 
When you talk about spirits and you read about exorcisms, people get weird. Some people get weird because, you know, you're talking their language. They've seen them too. Amen, brother. That's how some people respond. And some people get weird because, well, this stuff's just kind of weird. Especially for a world that claims to live by just the facts, ma'am, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Spirits. Hmm. On the one hand, there are those believers, maybe we should call them the true believers, who say seeing is believing. The proof of God, the truth of faith is right there in front of you. God is doing miracles all the time. Can you see? We can attribute last-minute touchdowns. We might even see one today. We can attribute last-minute touchdowns and successful job interviews and winning political campaigns and tornadoes that veer off course just in time to spare your one house in the neighborhood from disaster. We can attribute all of that to the hand of God. It was God. Can't you see? Once you open your eyes, the true believers say, seeing is believing. Seeing is believing. Well, the skeptic says quite the opposite. It's not that seeing is believing, it's that when you delude yourself into belief, then, well, you can see about anything you want to see. Foolish believing could lead any fool to see just about any foolish thing. Believing is seeing. The true believer and the skeptic both are wrong, and both are right. There is a power and a danger from both sides of their fundamentalisms, and a seasoned faith should recognize both of those sides. Simply put, every good thing that happens is not a miracle. But there are things we literally see with our eyes that can make us believe. There are those experiences, even for the most ardent skeptic, which simply cannot, will not be denied. Another friend of mine swears to me as his car careened wildly out of control off the road, he literally felt a hand grab him by the back of the shirt at his belt and pull him out of the car. From the safety of that roadside perch, he watched his car tumble down into the deep ravine. Now, I have no idea what happened in his car that day. I have no idea what he felt or what he thought he felt. I cannot judge what was real and what might have been imagined, but he knows. Without a doubt, what he saw in that moment, he knows. And it made him a believer. And who am I to question his experience? Or yours? Or you to question mine? On the other hand, belief should never blind our brains. Belief should never turn our reason into irrational spiritual enthusiasm. If you get a 
parking place close to the door at Harris Teeter on the day that it's raining, God didn't provide that for you. That doesn't make sense. But I also know that once we have taken the leap of faith, that leap which casts our trust in things that can only be hoped for, in the confidence of things not seen, I know that when we begin walking by faith and not by sight, it is possible to see many things we could not see before. Maybe miracles, putting the word in quotes, maybe miracles actually have more to do with how we are able to see than with what actually happened from a scientific standpoint. I was standing at a hoity-toity fundraiser last night, shouting a conversation with a friend over his drink and over the always too loud band. You know, it's uncanny how often the topic of religion comes up when you're drinking with the preacher. <laughs> it happens to me at every party I go to. If you can watch a baby being born, he said to me, and not believe in God, something's wrong with you. It's a miracle. Well, the birth of a child is not a miracle. It, it's just biology and the physiology of reproduction. It's just the facts. And the Grand Canyon is not an act of divine intervention. It's just geology and a lot of time. But I have seen both. And I'm here to tell you that I have seen God in them. I had finished this sermon when Amy read to me this morning a Facebook post from Frederick Beekner, and it was just too much for me to not insert in the sermon. Beekner says, believing in God is an intellectual position. It need have no more effect on your life than believing in Freud's method of interpreting dreams or believing in the theory that Sir Francis Bacon wrote Romeo and Juliet, believing in God. Believing God is something else again. It is less a position than a journey, less a realization than a relationship. It doesn't leave you cold like believing the world is round it stirs your blood like believing the world is a miracle. It affects who you are and what you do with your life like believing your house is on fire or that somebody loves you. We believe in God when for one reason or another we choose to do so. We believe God when somehow we run into God in a way that by and large leaves us no choice to do otherwise. Wisdom does not come from believing in God. 
but it is inherent to believing God. Wisdom does not spring from uncritical certainty or arrogant piety, but it grows to maturity in the confidence of knowing what you know to be true. I have seen it with my own eyes. I know what happened to me. I am not afraid to say, I believe. And because I believe, I am unapologetic about looking at the world completely differently and seeing God in it. I see and I believe and I believe and I see and I am neither defiant nor deluded. I am neither self-satisfied nor self-righteous. I just know what I know. May it be so for you. Amen. We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina, encouraging independent thought, community service, social justice, and interfaith understanding. Today's podcast was produced with production help from Hugh Ashcraft, Brian Smith, Bruce White, and Rich Dower. Our theme music was composed by Brandon Michael Williams. Thanks for listening today. Grace and peace to you.